Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to my mommy's podcast. Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of Wabi Sabi Wellness. My name is Jeanette. I'm the host of this show, and I am so excited that you have joined me today. Thank you for your patience last week. I had laryngitis that may or may not have been triggered by going to the Taylor Swift concert and had essentially no voice for like five days. Um, So my husband stepped in last week, so big shout out for that. But we are back to regularly scheduled programming, and today I have a guest interview I did with Monica Kozlowska, who is a life and business coach based in the UK. We had such a beautiful conversation, and I'm so excited for you all to listen to it. But before we do, let's dive into the moon transits, the astrology of the week, and the tarot card pull of the week. So for the moon transits, um, Sunday, June 11th at 8.21 a.m. through Tuesday, June 13th at 1.31 p.m., the moon will be in Aries. And Aries is that first sign of the zodiac. So it's all about getting things started, getting projects going. If there's been something on your to-do list that's been stagnant and waiting, this might be the energy that you need to actually get it crossed off. The one thing I would be aware of is being hot-tempered when you're dealing with others. Tuesday, June 13th at 1.31 p.m. through Thursday, June 15th at 8.46 p.m., the moon will shift into Taurus, and I want you all to spend some time indulging in all of your senses. This is a great time to maybe treat yourself. I like to think of Taurus as work hard, play hard, so think about that mentality while you're going through Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Thursday, June 15th at 8.46 p.m. through Sunday, June 18th at 5.58 a.m., the moon will be in Gemini. We also have a new moon that's Saturday, which I'm super jazzed about. So with that Gemini energy, we're likely going to feel very social. Um, You might have a lot of ideas coming through that might be a bit chaotic, and that's completely okay. Um, It'll make sense for you later on um, in the cycles. As far as the astrology, similarly to last week, it's a bit of an emotional week, especially come Wednesday. There aren't really great days to tackle delicate situations this week, but if you have to, I would choose Monday. Another interesting thing is Father's Day, at least if you're in the United States, is this coming Sunday. And on Sunday, the Cancer Moon will trine Saturn, which is very heavy in fatherhood energy. So I expect it to be a good Father's Day for everyone celebrating. Um, And again, we have that new moon on Saturday, June 17th, which is a great time to reset. It will be in Gemini, and I'm sure I will have a post up on my Instagram about that before then. Lastly, the tarot card of the week is the chariot. I really love when I get to pull the chariot for somebody. It means, I like to think of it as just like forward movement. The words I associate are success, ambition, and determination. So the prompt for you this week is reflect on where you've seen growth recently or maybe where you want to see it. And what has allowed that to happen or what has not allowed that to happen yet? Is it your mindset? Is it luck? What what are the barriers and how can you overcome that? Okay, without further ado, I'm going to introduce you all to Monica. I hope you have as much fun listening to this episode as I did creating it with her. Okay, you guys, I'm so excited. I have Monica here with me and we're going to get this off and running. So I'm going to start off super broadly the same way I start off all my interviews, but tell us who are you and what do you do? Hi, yes. So I'm, uh, my name is Monica and I'm a transformational coach. I do all life business leadership coaching. 
and in uh, well in a nutshell i help people become more fulfilled so they can start waking up feeling joy that's that's what i like to say i do um i work a lot about putting boundaries and putting yourself first and uh, juggling motherhood and ambition and becoming a more balanced bolder version of yourself really i think um apart from that i'm a mom to henry a wife to andy um i absolutely love potatoes in every shape or form um i love traveling the world and i think i think that's it really that's a lot that's a lot <laughs> Um, so excited to dive into further about where you came from and how this all evolved. Um, so I think a lot of us grew up with this idea that the corporate ladder is the only way that you can go up in this world. So I know that you worked corporate jobs for quite a while. Can you just speak to when you knew, like, what was that moment when you knew that path wasn't for you anymore? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. Cause I remember that moment really well. It was when I became the chief of staff of the company that I was working for and that's I was in I was in admin for a really long time so I, I started as, as a personal assistant became an executive assistant and then built my own team of assistants that was across different um different countries in the region and then I knew the what the way I could take it farther was to become the chief of staff and I thought this is what I'm going to do because surely when I get there it's all going to feel amazing. It's finally going to feel right. Uh, and spoiler alert, it didn't. <laughs> and, and you know, it, it's it, it's funny and sad, I think, both at the same time, because um it was, you know, it was an amazing position. And, you know, we paid a lot of money and there was so many fun things that I could do. And uh it was a lot of responsibility and um and it was an amazing company. Um However, it didn't feel like that was it for me. And um, and that was what it was one of those moments when I realized we often just like want to, well, we follow this pattern of wanting to live a shiny life on paper that actually feels very empty and it's not for us. And and I know I've done it in the past, and I know that was one of the things that I've done that like that's what you should do that should make you happy. <laughs> Just take it off the list. Once you get there, things are going to feel full and happy and amazing. And and they didn't. And it was this moment for me when I knew I had to look into myself and who I was, what I valued, what was important to me as a person, rather than what the world would find impressive. And um, and that's when I knew, <laughs> like I was, you know, I was, it, it looked literally like a perfect life on paper that I was living. It just felt very empty on the inside. And once I decided to be really honest with myself, I just knew it wasn't, it wasn't that, and it wasn't right for me. It doesn't mean it wouldn't be right for anyone else, but given the person that I am and what's important to me, it just, I knew that it, it just wasn't right. That makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of people can speak to that. Like you get to that position that you've dreamed up in your head that like you went to college for and you get there and you're just like, wait, this is it. This is all that there is. Um, yeah. 
it's it's a wild feeling. So how did you get into coaching? Because just like looking at your eyes, like while you're talking about this, like you light up when you're talking about what you do now, which is so fun. But what was your start <laughs> into this? Um, same as, oh gosh, it must have been like six years ago, I think. I So I've always loved helping people. And actually the way, the reason why I stayed in admin for so long is because in my head, I thought, oh my God, I'm helping all these people by taking like their workload, like making their their lives easier. And because I'm helping them, that's what drives me. <laughs> so I feel like I've always really liked helping people. And it was, it's just, I knew that it wasn't quite right for me. It wasn't where I was going to stop. So I knew that, that there was there was more for me when, you know, I, I, I worked in my corporate jobs and I just didn't quite know what I wanted to do. And, and I was doing some digging and then I had this word pop up like you know if you if you like helping people you can come to our open day and it was an open day about uh, yeah well coaching really and transformational coaching and I went there and I just knew and you know like this feeling in your gut that you get something is completely right for you and this is something that you've been searching for that's the feeling that I got and I just knew that it was going to it was going to be something I wanted to do. And uh, so I I was only six months in into the job that I had at the time. And <laughs> I remember I went to my manager at the time and it because it was a very expensive, well, for me at the time, <laughs> it was a very expensive um training to do. And and I said that it was going to make me like I knew I wanted to build a team, it was going to make me a much better manager because I would have all these coaching skills and it was just allowing me to help people and I know it's right for me and they actually helped me pay for the course which uh, was amazing and I just know I truly believe that like the universe has a way of like looking out for you and when something is for you and you know it and you recognize it then it's just going to help you make it happen and and that's that's what happened so um so I started the training while I had my job and I just I fell in love with it I eventually became accredited with International Coaching Federation, which is like the biggest coaching body in the world, really. And done a bunch of different trainings. Same, just very, I've always been very fascinated by how we work as human beings, how our mind works. And yeah, it just made sense. <laughs> really, like, it just feels weird because I love it so much. And I still sometimes, I, I think sometimes that the fact that I get paid for, like, doing what I love so much almost feels wrong sometimes. <laughs> uh, but that's the way it should be. You know, who says that that you, you can't do that? But, yeah, that's how I discovered coaching. Uh, weirdly, you know, just another popped up. And um, yeah, never really looked back. I think that's kind of how you can know that you've made it when you're like, wait, you're, you're paying me to do this thing that I love. Like, that's how I feel after I get out of like a session with a client. And it's unbelievable, especially after you spend so many years being like, I worked so hard for that paycheck and I deserved it because it took my soul. So yeah. when you get to a place that your soul is fulfilled and so is your bank account, like that's amazing. But a dream yeah exactly but you know it's possible like you know happens to you it happens to me you know it can happen for a lot of people you just need to believe that it's an option I feel like there is the misconception that you know oh it's a job it should feel miserable well, says who <laughs> you know uh, so 
Um, no, I think it's amazing. I'm really grateful for it. Really happy I went for it. Um, you know, it's not well, you know, running your own business is that's a whole different story and it's not all very easy and always wonderful, but it has its challenges. But I do think it's worth it. 100 percent Okay, this is a little off script. Um, yeah. but do you remember your first client? I do, yes. Uh I, I do. I remember my I remember my first paying client. Um I've done a lot of, you know, I've done a lot of sessions with people kind of when I was training to to get the hours in to get the qualification. But I do remember that my 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 first ever client and it was so scary. I also remember the first time somebody when I kind of lord, like told people about what I do and my first ever discovery call with someone. I was terrified. And it was it was it was someone who wasn't based in London where I lived at the time. Uh, they were based somewhere somewhere else and there was time difference and it was like five in the morning my time and <laughs> everything about it was terrifying but also felt so good and it just made you feel like oh my god this is actually happening now other people know about it and people actually like want to speak to me that that you know it might actually work out so I do I do remember it yeah and I remember my first paying client and where I was I was you know on a train in Switzerland when she said she was actually going to she she wanted to work with me and that was that's just the weirdest moment because I was like oh I can't believe someone actually wants to do this and wants to pay me money for this <laughs> well I love doing so much that's crazy <laughs> um yeah but it you know it's happened and it happened again and again and at some point you just realize that this is what you do now <laughs> and, and it's pretty amazing that that is really amazing. Do you ever still have moments when you like just have to like pinch yourself that it's real that you're not in this corporate ladder anymore and you're in Monica's ladder instead? Oh, I all the time, really. Like you know, I come up with different things and kind of different challenges for myself. Like, like tell myself I'm going to be yeah, just doing different things. Still, you know, coaching, but like just different projects. And and whenever someone replies to me and is actually interested to have a conversation about it I'm like oh my god I can't believe this <laughs> like I love coming up with definitely you know projects strategies new offers and things like that but when it's actually you know about to happen I'm like oh my god like I'm actually making this happen I can't believe this um yeah I think a big part of it is that because you know I always even though I was a manager at some point you know I always had a manager over me so now that I'm well, like kind of do what I want <laughs> it's this that in itself is a bit of a pinch me moment of like oh hang on a second like there's no one above me that I need to report into probably sometimes I wish it was <laughs> maybe it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah I think that in itself like you know there, there are they still happen all the time this moment when I'm like I can't believe this like Yesterday, I had a discovery call with a lady who, you know, I don't know if we're going to work together, but I left this call thinking, oh, my God, I can't, like, I feel so lucky that people share their lives, like, their life stories with me, and they, you know, want to consider me as someone who would help them get the power back over their life and the you know that means so much like you can't put value on it like it's just it's incredible and yeah and that's my job that's crazy isn't it 
<laughs> it's crazy, but it's amazing. And I just want to take a moment to say that like, you are like the ultimate hype woman. Like I remember when I was just like messaging you on Facebook, talking to you about like the questions and you messaged me back and you were just like, these are like the best questions ever. Like you're so good at it. And like the whole day, my day was changed. Like you made my day so much better. And I think that just speaks to like the value that you bring to people. I think that's so many people. Thank yeah. you. That just, that means so much. But I, I just, I suppose I just, um, I always say what I think I see that's right for me that should be recognized. I've had, I've had quite a lot of, you know, questions sent, you know, sent to me before by different people and they were very generic. Well, you've definitely done your due diligence and you've done, they were so good. And I just feel like, you know, it cost me absolutely nothing to say tr the truth really. And and the fact that it can mean something to you and you know it's made your day that just it means so much um yeah so thank you thank you for saying this yeah i literally like screenshotted it and sent it to my husband and i was like this lady is the best um but i digress okay so i think a lot of people when they hear the word coaching i think it's thrown around a lot i think there's some people who might not have like per se, the qualifications, we're like, I'm going to coach you. But can you just talk to me about what does it look like to be coached by you? What does these sessions look like? How can someone benefit from it? Yeah, sure, of course. So yes, coaching is, um, it's an unregulated profession. So it's very true. You can wake up tomorrow, tell the world you're a coach, and nobody can tell you that you're not. Um, uh, which is why I did all this credentialing and you know qualifications and stuff just to kind of um I think kind of for myself really but um to to go back uh coaching really is helping you get from where you are now to where you want to be just in a very simple way and it's future focused unlike therapy that helps you deal with the past coaching is future focused so it's really about where you are today and where you want to be how can you how can we get you there and it's um, action oriented. So there's a lot of actions that you commit to after each session, which is what really takes you to where you want to be eventually. Um, so, uh, so that's kind of what coaching is, uh, what coaching is and coaching in the purest of sense is in mentoring, which I know um, a lot of people, especially in the States kind of think that, cause you have a like football coach, for example, and football coach tells you, I know how to kick a ball like <laughs> they basically football coach mentors you and um, so they tell you what to do and you just follow the steps and that's how you get there whilst a coach in the purest of sense in the purest sense that's um, and that's what I do and they help you access the answers that you already have inside you so it's based on the idea that everything that you need you already have inside you I just help you access it different techniques and questions and things um so that's what I love about it because I actually think it's quite magical because when you when there is a problem there's something that you want to explore somewhere you want to get and you're the one who comes up with the idea of how to get there and then this idea works then you realize that actually you're the one who came up with the solution and it worked and then you start getting this confidence and you start seeing your own magic and I just think it's a very empowering uh, technique really and 
it's a very empowering way of moving forward with your life and um, because it's not somebody else telling you what to do somebody else is only really helping you find the right answers for you but the answers actually come from you so when you finish coaching with someone you're not left thinking oh shit what am I going to do now you think actually I've done so well I think I can do it on my own now um which I love so yeah I think I think it's a very empowering empowering way of moving forward with your life and I think a big big part of what I do is help you get clear on who you are and what's important to you because just as I touched on this um, a couple of minutes ago you know this shiny life on paper we're all like we all have an idea of what we should have we're supposed to have to be happy and successful and um, but it's we're all different people <laughs> we all value different things we all think different things are important to us so I help you get clear on your own personal values and what's really important to you not everybody else just to you so then the goals that we um, that we choose and the actions that you choose to take in between the sessions are all aligned with who you are and what's important to you. So this way, at the end of the process, you're actually, hopefully, in a better, more fulfilled place. So does it make sense? That makes so much sense. And I think I love what you were saying about how you're not telling people what to do. Um, what's that phrase about like, you can teach a man, like you can fish for a man, but what you really need to do, I'm butchering this so much, is teach him how to fish. So yeah. you, are, you are the fishing coach for life. <laughs> beautiful way of fishing I love that. Yeah, it um, makes yeah, I know I butchered that phrase and I'm going to think back on it in like 30 seconds and realize what I tried to say. But like you're teaching people how to take control of their life again and not just saying, here's the steps. They're putting the steps together and you're their guide. You're their, you're their coach through this process. And I think that's really beautiful because they leave you and they still have everything that you taught them. You, they still have all of these techniques and these like internal questions they're going to ask themselves to make sure that they're still aligned with their path. Um, did I summarize that correctly? Yes, you okay. did. It makes me so happy because hopefully what I said actually made some sense because everything that you said makes perfect sense. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so I guess my next question is, I think when I think of coaching, I think of like career coaching, but what kind of like life coaching do you do? Like what areas of life do people come to you with wanting growth in? Yeah, sure. Um, there's, there's loads. So, um, there is a lot about just not feeling quite fulfilled like having a lot on paper a lot that you feel like you should be grateful for but something seems missing so um so there's a lot of that there is a lot of you know there are there are people who come and say I just want to start waking up feeling joy um uh, there is a lot of kind of motherhood and ambition juggling guilt and kind of how do I find the right path for me uh there is there is a lot of um people who come and realize that they're ready to start prioritizing themselves and doing something for them as well so um I feel like uh, yeah there are a lot of like basically moms who come to me and they're like look I'm 40 45 50 and I've lived my life for others my whole life I feel like 
I'm ready to do something for me. Like I want to leave some legacy in this world. I want to, yeah, I want to know that I've done something for me <laughs> because it, this is this is not working. So those are kind of the things that I cover around life coaching, I think. And um, there is a lot of um when I do some coaching with someone and um, who's kind of stepping up at uh, at work, then there's a lot of like transition. You know, there's a lot of kind of transition that people can be going through even through in life. Like, you know, I went through such transition. I only ever had work in my life. And then all of a sudden transition to having to being a partner and then becoming a mom within like 12 months. <laughs> so and and throw you know my cancer diagnosis into that year. So that was that was a lot of transition, a lot of adjustment really. So I needed uh, I needed a coach at the time uh, for myself just to kind of you know start feeling like myself all over again. Um, so I would say I would say that you know fulfillment. This is the thing that fulfillment really means something different to each and every one of us. So and um, there are certain patterns that I work more around, like putting yourself first, drawing boundaries. You know, start saying no and you know like moving away from being a people pleaser just doing something for you and getting gaining the you know the courage to to do something that works for you and build a life that's going to make you happy and um, so this is this is a lot of what I work around but examples just vary depending on a person really that makes Doesn't a lot of sense so much <laughs> sense and I think you're so right. Like when you become a mom, when you become a wife, you, you feel like you have to give up a part of yourself. And I feel like the value that you add is like, no, you don't, you just become this transformed version of you, you can still be, you know, Monica, I can still be Jeanette and still be a dope mom and a dope wife and still be myself. And I think that's beautiful. Um, yes, and um, definitely. And, you know, I, I, well, I'm a mom myself and I've, I've gone through, the challenge of becoming a mom, I think. And in, and I've met so many moms since, and I know that mom guilt is such an important thing that, you know, stops us from um, enjoying life, really, and doing things that we want to be doing because we feel guilty. We feel guilty taking time away from our kids. And, and, and you know, I work a lot with, with women around shifting that because, um, you know the truth is a time away from our kids often actually serves our kids <laughs> because we get back to them feeling more um just happier more rested we can do so much more with them and and there's just so much um stigma around you know mom guilt and the mom should be xyz and it's just it's really hard but I think um Hopefully, you know, uh, one day it's um, it's all going to start changing, and we're all going to allow ourselves to do more and uh, just give ourselves permission to to um to do more for ourselves as moms, and just believe that life doesn't really stop the moment we become uh, parents because it really shouldn't. Yeah, it just changes. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Um, so you talked about this a bit in this response, but I'd like to shift and talk about your experience with thyroid cancer, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. So I was, you know, Google searching you and doing my stalking. And I read that the night before your surgery, you weren't resting. You were up working on a slide deck for your corporate job. 
I cannot imagine that Monica today would do that. I just want to touch on like, what did you learn about yourself during your experience with cancer? And I'm sure it's ongoing and things that you like reflect on now, but just, yeah. How was that experience for you? Um, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I I think I re- I definitely realized that I've only really, I, I had built my life only around work at the time and every, anything like everything that I had in my life at the time of the diagnosis was work. So um, it was really sad to realize that because even though, you know, I had, I had a great job, I had a great business, lots of clients and it was wonderful um it felt really lonely and I knew that was the moment when I realized what I've done and I think I had probably known that before I just never really wanted to admit it and it wasn't really a problem until it was because when I came back home after being told I will need a surgery because I have cancer I came back and there was no one no one to give me a hug no one and I knew that I had to change things up if I wanted to live a different life. So I never really doubted it. I was going to make it through the surgery because they were like, no, you'll be fine. So I thought, okay, what, 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 what can I start doing differently to create a different result? <laughs> like to actually have someone in my life. And, and I knew that it was time to risk being vulnerable and, you know, start dating really because I wanted a relationship I wanted a family one day I just wasn't doing anything about it because throwing myself into work was just the easiest way for me to do it's what I knew uh but yeah the cancer really opened my eyes to what I was really experiencing and 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 just made me realize that life is short and if I don't change anything now then, you know, I might end up never having a family. <laughs> so, um, yes, I just realized that it was time to start putting myself first and not just work. And and that's what I did. I literally, um, you know, after my surgery, downloaded Hinge and uh, the dating app for everybody who doesn't know <laughs> and started swiping away. And that's how I matched with Andy and fast forward to now we're married and we have a child. So um crazy. <laughs> but again, you know, I always say once you're ready, you know, the universe helps you. And um, and that's exactly what happened. And that was also beginning of the, of 2020. I had my first that first date with Andy, beginning of March, I think. And in like April 2020, the world just shut down with COVID. So we managed to meet twice in person. And then it was just like wild with, you know, lockdown. And, um, but yeah, it worked out. I felt like it just made everyone really more vulnerable in that moment of time. Um, but yeah, it worked out. And I know, you know, it's it's funny because you still have to like do the checks. I would have to do the checks um, when it comes to my cancer for the rest of my life, really, to see if it hasn't come back. And and every time I do it now, I I know that if the answer was, well, sorry, the cancer has come back, um, I would never be in the same position anymore because it's not just me anymore. Like I have a family of my own right now. And that makes all the difference. That's 
that just makes me that in itself just makes me feel so calm and happy grateful really it's just a very different place to what I was in in 2020 so just um yeah like I it sounds really weird but in the in a weirdest of ways I'm actually really grateful for my thyroid cancer because it allowed me to it really opened my eyes and allowed me to create the life that I'm living right now and I'm I can tell you I would not be where I am now if that cancer surgery didn't happen and it didn't um yeah just just shake everything up for me so um so yeah I'm very grateful it all turned out the way it did yeah that makes a lot of sense I think sometimes in our like looking back, the darkest moments are actually the times that are very illuminary for us or light things up for us and show us what we need. So can you just very briefly, um, when were you diagnosed with cancer? I just want to get this timeline right in my head. Sure. Um, it was um, January 2020. My surgery was on the 9th of February 2020. And then you met your husband in April of 2020? I, I, I feel like it was March. We definitely, yeah, it was March. And then um, the world shut down in April. So I saw Andy twice in March. And then we moved in together in December 2020 and bought a house in March 2021, had Henry in May 2021, and then got married on the 28th of April 2023. <laughs> So just a wild few years. Yeah. And I love that for you because you just like packed it all in and now yeah. you're in such a different place and that's so beautiful. Thank you. No, I really have like never, never really been happier. I've never really had such kind of balanced life. It's it's very, it's wild. I mean, when you have a toddler whose life isn't wild really, but um, yeah, it just, it means so much to me. It really does. And I'm just... Yeah, feeling very, very happy. Um, yeah, I've done it. Yeah, we've done it in a really weird way, but it worked out for us. So <laughs> it did, and that's all you can ask for. Um, I want to pivot a little bit. I think a really key part of who a person is is where they come from, their roots. Um, I know you grew up in Poland. Um, how does that? How is that an impact to you today? Or like, what was your story of coming from Poland? To the UK because they're two very they're kind of close but they're very different worlds <laughs> yeah very different and um, well so I I feel like I've always really known that I didn't really quite belong I oh like I, I've always I remember this feeling of wanting to 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 just live somewhere else <laughs> and I've had you know I love my mom to bits she's incredible and and um, and you know there are a lot of happy memories that I have um, a lot of memories that maybe aren't that happy too, but you know, who isn't a teenager once? <laughs> and um, I I remember when I was um, 18, 17 actually, I went to London um, for three months for like summer holiday. And I remember going to Trafalgar Square, <laughs> weirdly. And I just knew, I had this feeling in my gut, the same feeling that I had when I went to this open day um to do the coaching day that that then you know got me into you know becoming a coach it was the same gut feeling that just told me this is the place for you that's where you have to move and I just knew and you know I've I've traveled the world quite a lot and uh, I 
only you know I only got this feeling maybe twice like it's not that I just go to a beautiful place I'm like uh uh-huh that's the same feeling no it was I just knew like every part of my body was like this is the right place for you that's that's where you're gonna go so I remember I went back to Poland and then um just spent literally all my money on like English courses and I just I had a goal I wanted to to go and live there and um and then you know I did my bachelor's degree and literally just you know a couple of days later bought a one-way ticket to London and went (laughs) like there was not no plan as such I just I just knew that I wanted to go and I knew it was going to work out and um and it did. It was very hard because I had no idea what I was going to do. And um, I couldn't find a job. And um, I remember my brother telling me, Monica, just come back. It didn't work out. I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> no. And yeah, and I, yeah, and it worked out. I got a job at the bar eventually. And then kind of just moved myself up. And um, I think... Um, now having my family, so my whole family, they live in Poland. So there's no one who lives in the UK. And I, I suppose what it's always meant for me is that when I go there, I really practice being present because, you know, connection has, has always been important to me. And and I know that I only go there, you know, maybe twice a year, once a year, twice a year, sometimes three times a year, if, you know, if, if it happens. It's not that much. You know, and 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 I want to make the most from it. So I definitely, you know, practice just being present and making the most from it. And um, and it works. I feel like we all have a really good relationship with each other when we're like in different places, <laughs> and it's just it works. I think um, you know, they always say that you know Polish people are all very hardworking and stuff, and I feel like I can see it like. I see sometimes I can hear like someone who's a pole somewhere around and um and you know it makes me smile and um yeah um that's kind of that's my story and you know I'm really grateful for you know my mom and where I come from and my upbringing because ultimately it made me the person I am today but um yeah that's kind of how it is for me. That's amazing. And I'm glad you're still able to go back there. Um, are you raising your son to speak Polish as well? Yes. So I speak to Henry in Polish and it, yeah, it's right. sad because Polish, like, where can you use the Polish language? Pretty much in Poland only. So it's not like Spanish. <laughs> um, but it's, it, I think it's just good for him. And, you know, I speak to him in Polish and he understands he can, you know, definitely say a few words in Polish. So hopefully we can continue that. I think it's good for his brain. And, you know, we celebrate um, Christmas Eve. So Polish people celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. And um, so we've always done that. Even before we had Henry, when I spent Christmas with Andy, we still celebrated Christmas Eve. So that's Vigilia. Uh, which is yeah where all the Poles celebrate Christmas really nobody really celebrates nobody does presents on Christmas day in Poland (laughs) so basically what we do we uh, we celebrate Vigilia on the 24th and then um, on Christmas day um, we do stockings and everything else basically just lots of celebrations and gifts (laughs) that's the plan (laughs) Um, yeah 
all the fun stuff yeah we're raising um my husband speaks russian he's from ukraine so um we're raising her to speak russian as well and there's just so many brain benefits for it even if russian is not a language she necessarily needs but i was reading studies where um when you have more than one language you're a lot better at multitasking and switching between tasks so um our kids can thank us later <laughs> exactly that's what i think as well now it's, it's i think it's really good for them and um yeah i mean i was you know i only really spoke polish for so long and and i think it's incredible whenever i see a child that can just switch between the languages and it's just they're just doing naturally it's so good for them it really is so um, yeah, they'll thank us later for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay, let's talk about Henry. So we both have kiddos or we both have little toddlers. Can you just speak to what is your biggest piece of advice for someone who's trying to balance being present as a mother while growing a business that they feel really passionate about? Like, what is your biggest piece for finding the time for it all? Because it's so easy to, like if you're wearing a corporate job to like slam your computer shut and sometimes maybe not easy, but when you have this like passion project, this passion business, how do you switch between the two? I would say definitely take time away from your child and your business. <laughs> it sounds crazy, especially if it's a passion project and you know, you love it so much and like, why would I take any time away? But I think, it's so important to take time away from everything and everyone, even if it's just five, 10 minutes, um, just to try and fill in your own cup and do something that works for you and makes you feel like you. And um, I think this is, this is really, really important. I think practicing boundaries and being present as well. And I know you said that it's true when you have a corporate job, you can kind of clock in, clock out and, um, and it's so much harder to do it when you just work from your laptop on your project whenever you can, was I think it's really good to kind of visualize the moment when you clock out for yourself and you become present with your child. And I I know that the moment I come, I'm currently in my garden office. So, <laughs> so for me, the moment when I come into the house and put my laptop on the table, in the dining room this is the moment for me that I know means I'm now a mom <laughs> and I needed it I needed to practice it I needed to know and kind of find the sign for myself that works to to just clock out and be present and because otherwise I would just all the time try and check my emails and 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 you know just just as, as we all know I'm sure um, just be on my phone all the time and I realized oh my god like you know I'm supposed to be enjoying the time with Henry but all I'm doing is just stressing myself out because I'm not really reading the emails or like sending the emails because he's there but I'm also not with him so it's not really serving anyone and I think it's just accepting that that you know, in order to 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 do something properly, whether it's to spend time, quality time with your child or or do some work, it's really good to be 100% present for that thing. But in order to do it, you need to choose what you're doing within which slot of time, which is why for me, I need those signs. Okay, I'm clocking out for now. <laughs> and now this is Henry time. And it's almost the same with like, you know, now this is Monica time. Like, okay, this is, I'm leaving the laptop, leaving Henry. 
and now I'm going to go take a walk and that is literally just for me just so I can feel like myself again and I need a few minutes and I think it's just it's accepting that the life you know it will be challenging it will be challenging to commit to just one thing but you need to just be okay with doing that and accepting that that this one thing has to wait because now I'm now I'm present with with my child or now I'm present with my business and then and then being okay to switch off and then become present with with the business or your child so um one thing at a time (laughs) I would try and try and do that and and just being kind to yourself and just giving yourself self-compassion because we're only human and and, and, you know, there's only as much as we can do. And sometimes, you know, it's it's hard. And sometimes it will feel like we just suck at everything. And and, and just being kind to ourselves because next day we can make it all better. But if we constantly just make ourselves feel guilty that we're not enough for our child, not enough for our business, then, then it's not really serving anyone. And we're only human. We're only human. We can only do one thing really well at a time. And I love that. And I think a lot of us have to hear that because I can't tell you how many times I've been with my daughter, but like on my phone, answering an email or answering an email, thinking about like, did I put her lunch in her backpack or X, Y, or Z? Um, The juggling routine of a mother. Okay. So speaking of routine, what is your favorite ritual you partake in? Like what do you do that reminds you that you are Monica, not mom Monica, not wife Monica, not business owner Monica, but just Monica? I love that. It's a such good question. Honestly, like really, really good question. Um, I, well, <laughs> I actually, I love going for a walk uh, just on my own. I love walking into a bookshop and sitting down on the floor and just going through books. That makes me feel, that's always been my thing. And it's almost like, I don't know, the world just pops and you have some time to just, yeah, like sit down and 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 go for some interesting books and just see what's, what's there. So I love that. I also recently, after a shower, um, do some meditation. <laughs> and that's also like one of those things that kind of like, it makes me feel like me. And I need this time to like just 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 quiet down my mind. Um, and I think I think that's it. I think that really makes me feel like me. Um, I think it's yeah. A lot of it comes down to just taking time away from everything that I do and focus on who I am. And and I do it definitely by like moving my body and walking and like and then I kind of you know I breathe and I just um process it I think and and whenever I return and I you know I feel so much better about everything and I have so much more clarity about what I'm doing and um yeah that that works for me it's very simple <laughs> but I would say this is it I love it I think that the best routines are the most simple because when you have five million ingredients or steps it's like how are you actually going to find time to partake in that you know and there are some people that maybe that works for them but i love that i love just like getting outside and taking a minute for yourself um 
Okay. It wouldn't be this podcast if I didn't talk about your astrology a little bit. And I know when I was talking to you about coming on here, you're like, I don't know. Like I, I don't know much about my astrology. And I was like, no, no, no. I want to hear about you. So, um, you're a sun cancer, a rising Aries and a moon Gemini. Was that stuff that you knew before we started chatting? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like when I was looking at your chart, I would say you're a person that others see as very nurturing. That sun cancer is kind of how other people see you. And cancers are like the matriarch of the zodiac, your care. You are the one who nurtures other people. Um, someone who has like a really good intuition and just like that gut feeling um your rising sign it's an aries aries is the first sign of the zodiac so you are very action oriented when you have this idea you're like i want to do it um and then your moon sign is kind of like your emotional compass we have the same moon sign actually which makes sense why we can like chat so easily but moon gemini's are most nurtured when they're like creating community or communicating with other people or just like able to like have their ideas go back and forth. So what are your thoughts on that as a person who did not know about their astrology beforehand? I just love that. I can't, well, you can't tell because obviously you're listening to a podcast, but um, where you can see my face, I just can't stop smiling because it makes so much sense. And it's um, it's crazy and amazing both at the same time that it's just so accurate. And I didn't, I just went in, well, I mean, when you were talking, I thought, oh my God, this literally is an explanation as for why I do what I do. And it just made me feel so grateful that I found it because it makes perfect sense. You know, the, the you know, the, the intuition and, and being nurturing and, you know, that's what I like to think I do through coaching. And that's what helps me do coaching, I think. And yeah and like you know talking to people and the community like building community like I love sharing things that feel important to me with with people out there and um, hoping that it's going to be helpful and um, so everything makes sense and it's just wild <laughs> that it makes so much sense like how is that possible <laughs> um, but, but yeah it's, it's amazing so it definitely resonates so thank you yeah um okay so last few questions before i come into these rapid fire ones but your birthday is coming up i took a look at your solar return so the solar return is the chart that tells you kind of like what is up for this year um so it looks like you're having a lot of movement and change to how you have fun and how you express yourself creatively it also seems like there's going to be a lot um coming up for you this year about how you think and feel nurtured in terms of your philosophy and beliefs so what is coming up for you this year what projects are on the horizon that you can speak of or speak to i so i decided to bring because i've done so much work with matters and i feel like that's where i've experienced and i had this gut feeling that you talked about that it would be really good to just take it to the colony level and I realized that there are so many working mothers and businesses and corporations that strangle and feel the mom guilt that stops them from feeling fully fulfilled and I decided to um do something about it so <laughs> I've created a workshop for um working mothers and kind of become more fulfilled a working mom that I want to do with businesses and I've already started and it was a success so and it sounds like fingers crossed so we'll be able to do it more and 
this is something that just means so much to me because I'm, well I'm a working mom myself and you know if I can help others that just that means so much you know the last time we did a workshop just as an example you know they uh, the mums um, ticked off around 30 things that they felt guilty about and by the end of the session the list got reduced to like three or four and that in itself just meant so much for them because it would allow them to to just really focus on them <laughs> like when you feel less guilty like all of a sudden you feel so much lighter um so I I definitely want to do that I also um yeah I'm having some chats around kind of you know returning to work for moms who have taken some time to have their child and to kind of help them with the transition uh, and um yeah so I'm doing that basically I'm starting to work with more businesses which just yeah it feels exciting because I feel like I'm going back into some sort of business world but on my own terms <laughs> doing what I absolutely love doing and so like doing something that means so much to me and it just feels so right and very very exciting um, I'm also um, launching a membership that is supposed to be a just very low offer that's supposed to just help many people who maybe um, I always felt really not right about the fact that coaching is not accessible to everyone because I feel like it could be beneficial for everyone but I fully respect the fact that not everybody can afford it so I've always wanted to create something that um yeah it would be affordable for people and still very helpful so that's that's something that I'm also doing this summer um, and I really hope that it's going to help people become more fulfilled for not a lot. <laughs> so um, so that's that's another project that means a lot to me as well and um, for different reasons. And um, yeah, and in terms of, you know, I think you said something, you know, we're changing how I have fun and how I express myself and... <laughs> I'm excited to see what that means. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm really, I'm really open to that. I'm really excited about the next six months because I feel like it will be big and I'm ready for it. And yeah, it feels like I'm ready. And so, yeah, I would definitely keep you posted <laughs> if I get any other realizations in terms of what's important. But I think for now, this is kind of what's, what's coming up for me and you know hopefully we're also going to go on a little trip together as a family at some point so I'm excited about that but for now this is I think what it is that's amazing okay universe you heard Monica she's ready for it so bring on everything <laughs> yes. that she needs this year <laughs> <laughs> thank you um, last question before I ask some random ones how can people connect with you and you all like her Instagram the way she writes it is so good. It The content is so good. So how can people connect with you? And do you only offer your services in the UK? Can people from the US connect with you? How does it all work? Uh, yes, no, great question. And you know, I work online. I've always worked online with people. So I've worked with people from different parts of the world. And I love connecting with people from different parts of the world because 
I love how small the world gets when you work online, which I'm sure you understand. <laughs> uh, like, like, look at you and me. <laughs> like, we're in completely different places and still having such a good time. So, um, so no, even though I'm based in the UK, I, I very much work with people from different parts of the world and I love connecting with them. And um, I do have an Instagram, as you know, I have a website, which is my name and surname.com. <laughs> and um, yeah, you can just find me on social media and you can have a look at the website. And, you know, if you ever wanted to chat, you can always, um, yeah, book a call with me or just reach out. I love, you know, I love whoever, you know, finds the courage to, to send a message. I'm always up for it because I love hearing from people. And if you feel like there's anything I can help with, then then please do reach out and let's just take it from there. Awesome. I'm going to link all of your socials and your website and stuff in the show notes if anyone wants to connect. But truly, the content that you have on your Instagram is really helpful, I think, especially as a mother and a working mom. Okay, let's do these random fun questions. Um, What what was the last good book you read? Um, I would say... The oh my god, what was the that's it was I was thinking you could ask that and it was what was it? Um the happiness trap. The happiness trap was uh the last book that I read, which is um by Russ Harris, I think. Um yeah, and I just I loved it. It's Russ Harris is the guy who kind of came up with um ACT, which is acceptance commitment therapy. And he kind of like translated it to just a more human language. And I loved Big because it made me accept the fact that like negative thoughts and feelings are part of life. So instead of like trying to push them away and just ignore them, like we can accept them and just let them be and let them go. And it just resonated with me so much more. And um yeah, it just made me really look into ACT and uh, that was the last book I read that I felt was really good to the point that I recommended it to my, not even husband at the time, but <laughs> boyfriend at the time. So yeah, that's the book. I would say the happiness trap. Awesome. Um, what's the strangest compliment you've ever gotten? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, think, I think it was so weird, like... It was about my eyelashes that they were so long and apparently cows have really long eyelashes too and it was like oh yeah your eyelashes are like cows eyelashes it's like what (laughs) that's funny um the strangest one i've ever received was my husband told me you are the funniest person i know comma unfortunately (laughs) that's him I don't know if it was a compliment or not, but <laughs> surely it was. <laughs> um, what's the last thing that made you truly smile? Um, well, when I when I was listening to talk to you talk about astrology, that's when I was smiling because it just made so much sense. Uh, apart from that, we were just this morning going to Jimboree, which is like the soft play like a love called soft play that we have and we were stopped at the park that we were going through by a mom saying oh 
I saw you at the shopping center. You're the face of Jim Barry. And it's actually true because we were like on a poster. We ended up like, they ended up asking if they could use our picture. So that was like one of the funniest moments when I was like, oh my God, people actually can recognize you. Uh, so that just made me smile. Like, you know. Wait, that's that's so funny. You're like a local celebrity for the Chimbury. Yeah, so <laughs> I love that. Yeah, hopefully one day, you know, I can be a celebrity for coaching world or like helping people <laughs> now. Let's just let it be the way it is. Starting steps. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. What celebrity would you love to coach? Oh, um, well, I would love to coach um, Taylor Swift just because I love her. <laughs> and I feel like she's got, um, she's an interesting person. Um yeah, who else would I like to coach? Um, Meghan Markle. No. <laughs> I would love to coach her. Yeah, well, I mean, gosh, of course I would. Um, that, yeah, well, she would surely have some stories. Um, yeah, I feel like everyone has so many stories to, to share. That I feel like um, it's always interesting. But yeah, Meghan Markle, that would be really cool. Um, yeah, I think that I think yeah, I can't think of anyone else like from the top of my head that um I know has some interesting stories and it's also funny about celebrities I think because you know in a way we think oh you know they have this amazing life but do they you know does it feel fulfilling for them or does it feel empty so I feel like that could be really really interesting because I think um. You know, we hear stories so often that somebody, I don't know, like just seems very, very unhappy. It's like burnout or like some stories about celebrities and like, you know, a front cover of some magazine where clearly they're having a really hard time. And it just goes to show that just because you're famous and you have, you know, lots of money doesn't necessarily mean that you're feeling really happy with your life and yourself. So, um, yeah, so I'm sure a lot of people could be really interesting clients. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and then the last question, which moms always have the best answers to, what is the strangest thing in your bag right now? In my bag, um, a little car. <laughs> I I know, I've got like, I was actually showing it yesterday so I can't believe I, I have it in my handbag. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a little car, a pink, I think a little purple car. We've got quite a lot of cars in our house. Um, yeah, but this is, um, yeah, this is probably the, the car or what else do I have? Um, I think, God, I found like a piece of banana the other day. That was just horrendous. <laughs> yeah, things like that. Definitely you can find them. Oh, I also find like a bag of crisp in like other like little side pocket this morning that's like probably been there for months um yeah so just lots of snacks uh probably opened old snacks that you could find in my handbags for sure and a car if you're lucky <laughs> the glamours of being a mother um i was somebody was asking me the other day i have my work bag right here and i i was thinking about this question and the strangest thing i have in my bag is you can't see because this is a podcast but a vomit bag because <laughs> Because you never know when you're kidding. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we have a little, 
like little bowls for vomit in a car because Henry would get really car sick. Like there was a point when like he would really get car sick a lot. And I feel for him because I I still don't feel great when I'm in a car. And then when I was a child, I was getting very car sick. So I feel like he just took the best things from his mom. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we our car is just full of those little bowls for vomit. <laughs> I couldn't relate to you anymore there it is <laughs> <laughs> um in, in the United States there's this like funny like TikTok joke that like in the U.S. we use the same bowl that we vomit in for like popcorn is that a thing in the UK or is that an American thing <laughs> nah, but I, now I'm not gonna unsee this <laughs> <Just> <laughs> So the story here for anyone from the UK is never eat popcorn an American offers you. Anyway, Monica, this was such a fun conversation. I loved it so much. Um, if anyone wants to connect with you, I will link it all in the show notes. But thank you so much for your time, your honesty and your stories. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for the opportunity. And I absolutely loved it. I'm so happy we've connected because I'm sure it's not the last time we talk to each other. Absolutely not. <laughs> Thank you. And there you have it, folks. There was my interview with Monica. It was so fun to listen to her and listen to her story. And especially hearing how in the darkest of times, it actually ended up being a time that she needed to get to where she is today. Um, if you are interested in connecting with her, you should definitely follow her on Instagram. I will link her Instagram as well as her website in the show notes. So be sure to give her a follow. Um, and next week's episode is going to be about midheavens and what that means for your career. It would not be an episode of Wabi Sabi Wellness if I did not leave you with a quote for the week. So this week's quote is by Jean-Baptiste Carr. And he said, we can complain because rose bushes have thorns or rejoice because thorns have roses. I hope you all take a second this week to think about your perspective, and I hope you look at your glass being half full versus half empty. I know there's a lot of things in life that can be very frustrating, but I think it's always really important to look at where we can have gratitude and feel that gratitude. I hope you all have a beautiful, magical, wonderful week, and I hope you also look within. Thank you.